0: Welcome to the Vacationeer's Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, fast pass, and umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 153 of the Vacationeer's Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joining us side, my food blogger extraordinaire, well, not mine, but everybody's, I suppose. John Self, welcome back to the podcast, sir.
1: Hello. Good to chat with you again. <laughs> yes. And is those of you listening, I have I am in my wife's study room, and I have a cat in here. So if you're a cat every so often, you'll know why it might not be me making that sound.
0: <laughs> I, I'm going to pretend it is, though, just for the sake. I, that'll be nice. Uh, I, can I totally <laughs>
1: respect that. You edit it however you want to.
0: <laughs> All right. This episode, a very special episode. Oh, before I get into that, because like, I always fail to do this, so let me do it right now. John, right now, you're currently working for uh, many uh, publications, but PiratesandPrincesses.net is the... Would you say that was your primary uh, blogging? I would or? say
1: in my in my part-time blogging world, yeah. um, PiratesandPrincesses.net is where you're going to catch most of my stuff. And then Mouse Dining, where you're going to catch most of my Universal stuff and some of my Disney stuff. And Mouse Dining is where you're going to find most of the... Disney table service stuff and the universal food blog will be obviously most of the food other ah. stuff that doesn't get covered by hires and princesses.
0: Excellent. And you can follow him as well. at Look, he's purring for you to follow him at pastor John self on Twitter. That's J O N for John. Get rid of that H. Pastor John Self, so go do that today. He's always active on the Twitter, so yeah, it's a good time to see him tweeting back and forth. Yes, I've
1: even made fun of myself in a blog because I'm trying to try not to be on Twitter so much, so I'm <laughs> I'm actually turning it off certain times a day, but I'll be wow. here way too much. I have a problem. <laughs>
0: yeah. This episode is all about... I got an email from a listener, uh, Kevin Murphy, who is a fan of the podcast and YouTube channel, so thank you very much, Kevin. In fact, I believe he gave a uh, review on I, or was it uh, Apple (laughs) Podcasts, uh, Murph 007 or something. Yeah, so I believe that's the same person. And he wrote an email. He's coming down the first, or no, I guess the weekend prior to Thanksgiving this year. And he was asking for advice. So, of course, the first thing I did was bring John on because he is the expert who knows everything there is to know about dining and theme parks. So, Kevin, we're going to read your email. And we're going to have some suggestions for you. And hopefully you'll have a terrific uh, vacation here with your girlfriend. Now, uh, the first paragraph was just him saying how much he loved us and blah, blah, blah. So I'll just skip that part and get down to the nitty gritty. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Again, John is purring away or meowing rather. Uh, So he said, uh, we are a couple in our 30s from Virginia, planning a trip to Florida during the week before Thanksgiving this year. And wanted to see if you had any tips or recommendations for us. We've been to a few of the parks that we're interested in visiting in the past, but some will be new experiences for us. We have heard that this week is calmer than the previous visit, the week of Thanksgiving. I mean, that's right. There's yeah, week of Thanksgiving. Oh my lord, forget about it. Yeah, so this will definitely be a calmer week. Yeah, the
1: week of week of Thanksgiving is almost is really unpredictable at the moment. Yeah, um, we're, still, we're still coming out of COVID. We'll call it COVID fog. I know that's not the right term, but yeah. just go with me because that's what we use for everything else. But we're still – last year there were days at Walt Disney World and Universal that were ridiculous during Thanksgiving week, and there were days that looked like a normal day. That oh, wow. Was impossible to predict. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. Well, hopefully uh, the week before will be uh, better.
1: And week uh, before checking all of my crowd calendar sources, I did do that. I did do yes. some work on this. Um, will be much slower than the following week.
0: Yes, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I did ch- I checked the uh, touring plans too and uh, it looks like yeah there's gonna be some low crowd days at least at uh, Disney. Uh, and he continues on with and we are hoping to get to experience more of the parks this time around, which I'm sure he will be. Uh, I'm more thrilled in adult beverage oriented. I like his style. And she enjoys shows, theming, and experiences. And I like her style, too, actually. I could hang out with these two. <laughs> they, they like everything I mm-hmm. like.
1: Maybe maybe you should. You do live there.
0: That, that is true. <laughs> no, they want advice. They don't want to actually uh, hang out with me.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. That's fair. Never mind.
0: <laughs> uh, we would love to hear your insights on the podcast of what we are hoping to get done and what we should do snack on while we are there. As it stands now, we'll be landing in Orlando Saturday uh, the 12th will be leaving Thursday the 17th, possibly through Tampa. Here are some of the things uh, that we have in mind. Okay, so he wants a full day at Universal, yeah, Universal. A full day at Hollywood Studios in hopes to enjoy Rise of the Resistance, Tower of Terror, and Olga's Cantina. There should be no problem doing any of those three things. I would uh, suspect Olga's may be the reservation. Is it is is it still problematic to get reservations at Olga's, or if he's prepared he'll be able to get one
1: it's it's gotten a little easier um but it's still it still can be a struggle if you're this will get into our our, all our different suggestions but yeah hey ogus stays up much later stays open after the park does and so
0: oh perfect. uh,
1: if you're comfortable getting if you're comfortable getting something at 10 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock at night then you should be okay with ogus
0: okay perfect yeah rise uh you can just get in the standby so that mean unless it's down for the day you should be fine tower Huge lines, but again, if you don't mind waiting, you'll you'll be able to do it. I mean, obviously, I I think uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway would. I mean, that's a beautiful beautiful ride. I really like that one, so I'd suggest that. I would think Fantasmic. fantastic supposed to open this year. I would think, oh, maybe they'll wait till you know this sh- holiday season. Right.
1: This year is this year is not November, so be careful. <laughs> True. Um, year, I, I would think they'd have it November, open this is like- for the holidays, right? I would suspect that, but they might wait till the, the Christmas holiday.
0: Yeah, I mean this is the week
1: they're having. They're having. They're having trouble. Oh. Getting that ready.
0: Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh,
1: mm. I don't ha- I have. I I have no inside information. Yeah. This is not John. I'm just giving you the data. <laughs> Tell us more, have, John. That that they're spending a whole bunch of time dealing with the moat and dealing with all kinds of other things, and so huh. it's taking way longer than it should.
0: Okay. Well. Hopefully, uh, if Fantasmic is open, then that's certainly a full day park because uh, you, you're gonna be standing in some queue lines <laughs> if you don't get the, uh, you know, the Disney or the what is it, Disney Magic Plus or what's the stupid thing? Uh, Genie Plus. Genie Plus. Genie Plus. That's what it is. Genie Plus. Yeah. So if you don't get that, you're gonna be waiting in some pretty long lines. Uh, some things they would like to do sci-fi dine-in theater restaurant now john as a food blogger i'm sure you're going to bash this place uh, because the food quality isn't all that great but as a fan of disney i really enjoy this place and i i look forward to going to this place all the time so not notwithstanding maybe the food's not the best quality the ambience and you know being in a you know, drive through or yeah, you know, drive through yeah, wow. Well, that'd be an awful experience, a drive through instead of a drive in theater. That'd be
1: awful,
0: yes. <laughs> a drive in theater. Yeah. I love it. And I too I, I appreciate that, Kevin. So I would highly recommend. Again, but that one too, you you have to be Johnny on the spot to get that reservation because it, it's gonna be a tough one to get all of them. I, I find all dining reservations very <laughs> difficult. At least the ones I want to go to. So uh John, what do you think of the sci fi dine in theater?
1: I'm I'm trying very hard not to take over your podcast because I, the latest review I have out from uh, Mouse Dining is me reviewing the the drive-in burger there. Okay. And um and I, I mean I thought I think it's okay I don't think it's it's a bad choice um you're, but you are paying for the theming.
0: Yep, for sure.
1: And and if you're a person who enjoys table service – because I'm doing a lot of these reviews lately table service burgers which is a different than cosmic ray burgers or yep. backlot burger burgers or let's let's pick on universal for a second Richter's burger or Mel's burger those are just low average frozen burger patties they threw out there you don't know any better if you want an actual decent <laughs> burger the bar the, the the I think it's the drive-in barbecue burger sounds good it's a decent burger yeah yeah it's a decent it's a decent burger but you are paying for the experience
0: yeah yeah for sure.
1: I think I wrote in that review I would be concerned with a, a small group because the, a lot of the cars seat six. They might seat you in the middle of two other groups and it could feel really cramped.
0: Oh, that would be weird. So that's yeah.
1: something to consider when you're in a larger group. it's easier in a smaller group, you want to bear that in mind because already it's it's dark. The theming's excellent. The theming's great. Oh, it's wonderful. Um, but it's dark and you need to know what you want to have before you get in there and if you've got people sitting right behind you and right in front of you, like in a driving, like in a car, you might feel uncomfortable talking to just the person you came to eat with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. A valid point. But yeah, I highly recommend doing it. It's wonderful. Uh, he also wouldn't mind doing Star Tours. Um, yeah. I recently just did that. Uh, and yeah, it was what I remembered. I, I was on the brink of getting motion sick. So I don't know. I'm just getting old. I think Smuggler's Run. Yeah. I mean, if you've never done it, that's definitely worth doing. Muppet Vision, of course. I mean, you always want to do Muppet Vision. Um, but for that park, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I think uh, Indiana Jones. I really enjoy that show. haven't been able to get to it since moving down here. But I would really like to see that again. Um, anything else you would suggest at Hollywood Studios?
1: Fantastic could be a good choice, even yep. though this is where I'm obligated to say it's better at Disneyland. I agree, um, yep. At Hollywood Studios, you've obviously got plenty of backups now for counter service dining because the counter service has improved dramatically. Uh, where you get your Oga and your sci-fi reservation is going to make a big difference, so that'll matter a lot. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm a big fan of Rock and Roller Coaster, but I'm suspecting that they've done this before, and kind of like we were talking about before we started recording. Yeah. This trip for 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 Kevin and and, and his girlfriend are going to come down to are you coming down to do all to get all the credits, get all the coaster credits so I can get my credibility as a coaster person for a second <laughs> use the credit. Um, nice. Are you coming down to do all of that? That's great. Uh, but if you're, well, we'll get it. It'll get more complicated as we go along, but I think Disney's Hollywood studios is still a nightmare. Crowd wise. Yes, um, it, it is. It feels crowded. No matter what, it's still, pay, it's still paying the price for being just like universal studios, Florida is for being, both companies were trying to create a theme park before the other one did.
0: Yep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, and you can tell. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, because I don't th- I don't think they're gonna be into Slinky Dog Dash.
0: It's a coaster though, coaster. so no. if, if if they're going for credits, they're gonna ride Slinky Dog.
1: If they're going for credits, then they better be paying for Genie Plus and <laughs> they better be staying on site. So then we're getting into another discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you're waiting in line for two hours.
0: Yeah, I the question is you get to the park. Let's say you're not a resort guest and you get there a half hour after the resort guests are in, in the queues.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where do you go? You go Slinky? I guess because Slinky has a less. Um, the, the, mast,
1: the No, the mask tells you to do, if you're trying to do most of the park, the mask tells you at this point to turn right when you get in there and go to Tower of Terror.
0: Okay, that and, makes sense. And rock and
1: roller coaster and then swing to Toy Story Lane and do stuff beside Slinky Dog. Okay. And then and then explore your options of um, Smuggler's Run, Star Tours, and that kind of stuff. And then circle back later in the day for um, Slinky, Rise of Resistance, and Slinky. That makes no sense, really, <laughs> but you do the math, and that's what works out. Well,
0: yeah. So the best thing you can do, and I've done this because you know I go in the evenings, and you go you go in the park like right. six or seven. Rise has got a huge line jump in right before park closing and it doesn't matter. You know, it that's just, yes. you're buying more park hours or more time because mm-hmm. as long as you get in that queue before they shut it down, like if it closes at nine, get in that queue at, you know, not eight fifty, and you're open till 10. Then the park's essentially open for you till 10 because you're in that queue and they're going to keep running it until you go through. So the longest right. line, yeah, it's it probably behooves you to jump into like rise at the very end. Now, <laughs> if this is your only shot at riding it, Do you want to risk it going down and not reopening? Uh Yeah. I mean, wow. That would just be awful. So, yeah, maybe something like Slinky Dog would be the one you want to jump in right before park close to get your extra time. Because that one, maybe you don't miss that. It's not a big deal. You get it next time, right? But, yeah, I don't know.
1: This comes down to when if you're going to Disney's Hollywood Studios, a lot of this comes down to money, how you're going to expend it, what you're going to do, those kind of things. Yeah. This is the same conversation as Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike Adventure <laughs> over, at, over at Islands. Yeah. If you must do this attraction, just suck it up and get in the two-hour line. Yep. If you are willing to not do it, don't get stuck in that line. You have so much more you could do. I yeah. mean, I know I was, uh, I was on another podcast probably a couple months ago, and we were talking about how to do Islands of Adventure – and it was if you don't have early park access, do not head towards Velocicoaster, do not head towards Hagrids. Go do go do the park. I think the other Tom on that podcast said <laughs> said something in effect of pretend like those rides don't exist and then try them later in the day. Uh, yeah. But if but remember, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Those rides have to deal with weather. Weather yeah. becomes a bigger issue.
0: Yep, that's true. Weather too.
1: is an issue at Hollywood Studios because of Slinky Dog Dash. Um, it can sometimes affect Tower of Terror. Um, there's a few other things that it will affect. Yeah. But you're a little more insulated about weather in, at the Walt Disney World theme parks than you are at Universal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. so that's Hollywood Studios. Uh, possibly park hopping between Magic Kingdom and Epcot one day for Haunted Mansion. Nice. Jungle Cruise, of Car- Caribbean or Caribbean, what do you say, John? Caribbean or Caribbean?
1: I'm a, Carib- I'm a Caribbean person, but let's not use someone with a southern accent to decide this, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> Space Mountain. It's interesting. if Kevin leaves off Splash Mountain, even though, you know, it just could be his last opportunity to ride it because in 2024, you know, the new uh, uh, Princess of the Frog-themed um, overlay is going to take place. So they're going to have to close so it sometime. he off
1: Big Thunder so. also?
0: Yeah, he left off Big Thunder.
1: Yeah, yeah he did. So That's I'm assuming, once again, sorry, Kevin, I know there. we've communicated a little bit, but not a lot. Um, sorry, real work gets in the way. I'm assuming we're going for more of a credit of do the things we haven't done before.
0: Yes. Yeah, he, he did mention that he's against. they're they're into, like, they they don't feel like they have to do everything. They just want to do what they want right. to do. So. so
1: my only concern with what I just heard was you've committed to purchasing Genie Plus again. <laughs> you're going to need it. Well, Jungle Cruise gets a two-hour line.
0: Yeah, Easy. that's if you do yeah a partial day, which I I'm not. Uh, spoiler alert: I'm going to suggest not doing that uh, because also. By the way,
1: Tom and I have not talked about a plan. We've not. No, talked not about at all. Hardly at all.
0: This is okay. and this is wonderful. I love it. I, I love the right doing it live. You know, that's great. At Epcot, he wants to do Guardians. So I mean, if he wants to do that, he's gonna have to start his day at Epcot. You, there's no other way to do it unless. He stays at a deluxe resort where he'll be able to try to get on a boarding group for the you know evening. So it would also have to be a day that they're doing evening magic hours for resort de- well, deluxe resort could,
1: guests. They could stay at any any Walt Disney World hotel, yeah. and purchase a individual paid access lightning lane. You can always purchase it for later. Oh,
0: Monday. yes. I never even thought of that. I'm so yeah. cheap. I didn't even think about that.
1: But uh, yeah. usually they run out before you get there. But if you stay uh, at a Walt Disney World Resort hotel, then they generally do not run out before you're able to do it. Cause that's your advantage of staying on site.
0: Oh. Whereas opposed to
1: me where I'm going to stay at the B resort again in, in August. Yep. I don't have access to that, but I can still do genie plus and get early entry. Gotcha. It tells you what my strategy is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, whereas we, we don't know what they're doing and we'll get into biases here at the end. Cause we're going to try to speak to your audience as a whole. Yeah. And I, don't want this to be a disney bashing session because it is so easy because i have a huge universal bias i'm not even going <laughs> to pretend that i don't okay <laughs> if i had had time and done this a little more relaxing i would have even switched outfits for other things that the universal <laughs> do. um disney can get expensive it seems way more expensive the data tells us it's 15 percent more expensive than it was two years ago but hold on, I don't know if you've been in the grocery store lately. Oof, that's more expensive too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's give it a little bit of fairness. Yeah. Yeah. But as a result, if you're gonna spend the same amount of money you did two or three years ago, something's got to go. Yeah. And and that's my concern with this. If the goal is I want to do all these things, it's really easy. Buy the genie plus. Suck it up my articles and other people's articles about how to use genie plus it's still the same thing it was basically i've done an update or two article but it's basically the same thing it's been all along but what if you had 15 20 30 40 dollars more maybe and not that i would be encouraging this but you could you could buy two drinks at oga's instead of one heck yeah you can spend more time on this other stuff there's all these other things you can do that you couldn't do before Yeah, and so those those are decisions that you have to make as an audience. So
0: yeah, what's important to you? So uh, other than Guardians, he wants to drink around the world. So you know, I highly suggest doing that. Frozen Ever After, and any other suggestions? It's interesting he left off Ratatouille. He he put on Frozen, but Ratatouille. Maybe I don't know if he forgot or he's just not doesn't like the movie. I would highly recommend Ratatouille. Uh, I thought that was a glorious – I mean, I only wrote it once, and I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I think
1: Ratatouille I, – I have not been on it. Okay. But if I were going to write Ratatouille from all the informed people who obviously I work with <laughs> – sorry for those of you behind the scenes, we are recording on a Thursday night. Yeah. Um, I do my theme park writing and connecting with theme park people on Friday because that's my day off from being a pastor. Um, from all the people I talk to who are people who you would know if you follow theme park blogs, <laughs> they would say Remy is a great attraction. But it's not worth an hour wait. It's not worth an hour and a half wait. It's and that's the struggle. But if but if harmonious is not important to you, you could jump in that Remy line at eight thirty mm. and you'd be fine.
0: Okay. If it doesn't go down,
1: <laughs> we're back to the same circle yeah. problem. Yeah, yes, yeah. because it, if you'd like to get my my friends who work for prominent sites that design plans to tour around or <laughs> things like that. Um, tracking the amount of downtime on Disney attractions is obscene these days. Oh, attractions down yeah. to an average of two hours a day.
0: Yeah. That's
1: – So, it's a valid point.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I would suggest Ratatouille personally. I just absolutely love it. And then he goes on to say, another full day at Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure, possibly staying in one of the resort hotels, depending on your thoughts. And, of course, he wants a Velocicoaster – Hagrid's he says Hagrid's long roller coaster title, the ride. <laughs> he doesn't have it down yes. like you do. You, he, he, you're probably the well, only person say, I know Hag- that says Hagrid's, the
1: whole thing. Magical, Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike Adventure TM is usually what I say.
0: I just say Hagrid's. I think everyone understands me when I say Hagrid's. Uh, visit various Harry Potter areas. Incredible Hulk coaster. Anything Simpsons related? And any other suggestions? Mummy, mummy, mummy. That's what my suggestion is. I love the mummy. Any minute now, it's going to open back up, and I will be there with bells on. Not literally, but I will be there to ride Mommy. I love that coaster. Uh, Any suggestions? I mean, obviously, the butterbeer. Soft-serve butterbeer. That's all you need. To, I mean, that's, that's oh, it.
1: Yeah, that's a given.
0: Yeah, just get Please that. Please find
1: our video on on yes. channel about how to get <laughs> butterbeer.
0: Three snacks? Go for it. Are, are all three snacks still available, John? I guess the, the crepe yep. would be the only one that you'd be worried about not being there, but it's still there? It's still there. Perfect. Well, there you go. That's
1: why. I, that's why I picked something I thought would last longer. <laughs> when, you, when you write food reviews and the food disappears a week later. You yeah, yeah, to it's not.
0: A, it's not a review. good sign. You
1: watch, you watch those things. Well, my concern is once again universal bias. I didn't yep. hear Spider-Man, and if I were. Yeah. If I were take going as a couple, I would ride Spider-Man. 100%. I mean, when I go, when I go as a solo trip yep, person,
0: I go. Spider-Man.
1: Different agend- agendas. I skip Spider-Man. You skip but it. I would definitely do. Yeah, when I go solo I skip Spider Man because I have different agendas. I'm I'm timing the throw rods and I'm eating as much food as uh, you can. You're possible. working. You've yeah. heard these stories.
0: Yeah, you're working. Yes,
1: okay. Yeah. So this that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. People are people are at least paying for part of my vacation. At least I could do. It yes, yeah. Most people um, go
0: into those parks looking to be entertained and not to work. So yeah, you're you're, yes. you're a little different.
1: <laughs> um, I, there was one other. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm a stand for MIB. I love Men oh, in Black. Yes. I'm still terrible at it. Oh. Um, but I I find it to be the superior shooting attraction in all of the Orlando area. I think it's better. I'm than am For mania, it's way better than Buzz Lightyear. So. That's the only one that jumps out. Oh, we and since he hasn't been there in a while, I should've pulled up my article about this. Uh you're gonna have to catch the Born Stentacular.
0: Oh yes. That's a good good yeah. Yes, hundred percent. Born, you gotta do Born. It's so good.
1: I know for this this was a while back. I know for Universal Food Blog I wrote things that have changed since since the parks reopened. It was like Central Park crepes. Yep. Um Born Stentacular. Um, upgrades to certain attractions, shows, those kind of things. The born spectacular is it's clearly one of those things that you that adds so much to to just theme parks in general.
0: oh yeah, it's it's next level. It's so good. yeah, uh, definitely one hundred percent hit born. Uh, then he goes on to say that uh, we might sneak in some time to Disney Springs on our arrival date or anything else that you might recommend. They are platinum pass holders to Bush Gardens Williamsburg. And that's how he came across my channel <laughs> and podcast, which again, I'm glad I moved away from that area and visit every other, every other month or so. I would love to drop in some of the SeaWorld parks as well. Definitely want to ride Iron Gwazi. Oh heck yeah. And icebreaker, uh, possibly leaving Florida through Tampa. That would probably work, right? So they are renting. So you asked follow up questions. They are renting a car. They're going to get mm-hmm. there and get in around 10 30 AM on Saturday. Um and they're leaving Thursday evening. So I think that's all we really yep. need to know.
1: Yeah. This is this is where and, you know, Kevin, your your question is going to be if you're going for the credits and I'm just using that term. Yes. Uh do the whirlwind tour, do what you need to do. Um I think you can do all the things you want to do. I would not recommend I'm skipping ahead in my Thing and I'm. this is the problem when I don't have a script and <laughs> I'm following. Um, for those of you who don't know, I preach by manuscript, so I always have a script in front of me. <laughs> um, you have – you're arriving on a Saturday and leaving on a Thursday. Most people who come to Orlando will arrive on a Sunday or a Monday, and they will leave on a Friday or a Saturday. So you're fitting a typical pattern of people who come on vacation, maybe a little shorter, but about the same amount. You have four full days. And you have two sort of days. So, the, if you're going to do this, you could do the park, you could do the park-to-park thing at Universal and do Studios Florida and Islands in the same day. I'm obviously going to discourage that, but we'll come back to this. And then, price point wise, you get into trouble. And the park hopping thing, how do I say this with all due respect? Park hopping is a joke at Walt Disney World at the moment. It's awful because you can't park up, you can't park up till after two um and we're hearing rumors and these are whatever's less than a rumor this is what this is but it's starting to gain credibility and people i respect i'm listening i'm agreeing with now that you're going to have to schedule your park reservations to park hop so if you scheduled your we haven't even gotten into park reservations and i'm just speaking to your audience as general kevin you may know this you may not you must have a park reservation to enter the park i do not care if you paid full price for your disney ticket you must have a park reservation if you do not have one you do not get in nope so if you are planning on staying off site somewhere you're going to be lower on the priority list to get in yes so as a result park hopping and getting in could be very tricky for you so i would suggest if you have to get the credits and no judgment on having to get the credits then you spend three days at Walt Disney World with your park tickets. I would suggest Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And do not park hop. Just commit to the day in those parks. And because you've committed to the day in the park, you don't have to purchase Genie Plus. Because you're going to be there all day whether you like it or not.
0: Bravo. What, what do you
1: think so far, Tom?
0: I am I, spot okay. on with you. Um, park hopping is a joke. In fact, I priced out the tickets. And I use touring plans. <laughs> so if you go to... if you I think you have to be you have to buy the membership of touring plans to use their ticket calculator. Well, they'll actually you put in how many days and stuff, and it'll, it'll spit out the cheapest price you can get for a park ticket. So, mm-hmm. to get a two day park hopper for two people would be $365.66 each, and so a total of three seventy one thirty two. And that's from a Disney site actually. They they recommend a Disney site to be the cheapest place to get that. That's amazing. So, seven hundred thirty bucks.
1: There are no cheaper options.
0: Yeah. So a three day, one park per day. So two day park to park or a three day, so you get full day, three full days, one park per day, is seven eighty seven ninety four. And that's three ninety three ninety seven each. This is at boardwalk ticketing. They have a tick this is the cheapest ticket you can get for there. And that's so that equates to twenty eight dollars and thirty one cents difference between a two day and a three day per ticket. So for under 60 bucks, you can go to Disney for three full days rather than trying to jam three parks into two days, of which, mind you, Magic Kingdom on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday of that week are shutting down at 6 p.m. for the Mickey's uh, Very Merry Christmas Party. So you only have Wednesday where the park is – one again, this is an estimate. They don't have the official park hours out. I assume
1: – And it will be full that day too because yes. everyone else will have the – same problem.
0: Exactly. It's projected 9 to 9 p.m. I would suspect that that closing hour to go much higher, 10 or 11. Just since both Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday is shutting at 6, I would I would think that was going to go up higher. So that's really your only Magic Kingdom day. I mean, if you spend a full day at Magic Kingdom, obviously Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday would arguably be better days because, as John just said, they close at 6 No one's going like people aren't usually going those days. I think the crowds will be less, so you can go a full day. Because Epcot, you don't want to rush Epcot because Epcot is a you know you go in the morning, you hit your coasters, hit your all the rides you want, you drink nice casually around the world, and you check harmonious at night. I mean it is a beautiful, relax. Like Epcot is out especially after going to Hollywood Studios. I would suggest doing Hollywood Studios like Monday. Get get to because that's going to be your chaos stress day. That's going to be the worst day of the three days at Disney. Epcot will be your stress free day where you go in the morning, you get in some queues, you ride some rides, and you start drinking. And you know before you know it, you got a nice buzz on, and you're watching fireworks at night. It's going to be a glorious day, no stress at all. And then Magic Kingdom is Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's a great park, and you can spend the day. So, however you'd want to divvy that up, whether you want more crowds with longer hours or less crowds with shorter hours. Yeah, that, that'd really be your personal preference, but I, I 100% agree. I mean, for for under 60 bucks, you get a full extra day at Disney. Do that because the the reality is, if you're if you're doing a park hopping, Epcot and Magic Kingdom, you'd you'd have to do that on Wednesday, like because it's closing at six any other day. So you'd have to do it then.
1: No, no, you could do it on a different day. Well, I mean, because you'd have to start at Magic Kingdom.
0: I guess yeah. If you bought, I guess if you bought the Guardians, yeah. If you bought the Guardians, then you could right. right okay so you could do it that way
1: but it's also possible and we're assuming that guardians will still have boarding passes i would suspect by november it will not
0: oh that is true too it, it might be a standby by then yeah that that's a valid point too john so yeah it, that might not be an so issue everything
1: you're saying is everything you're saying is really really good and i really agree obviously i have two other ideas that i want to float out for the audience in general but park hopping is not worth it and i have travel yeah. agent friends and sorry can do shameless plugs for traveling agencies <laughs> that i write for i will not do that yet unless asked um <laughs> they're telling people not to buy not to buy park opera passes
0: yeah i mean at this point it's just not worth it
1: i mean when when someone when someone who's getting a where they're paying Making more money a small commission yep not a lot but I, on tickets it's i know what it is it's negligible yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's less than the fees you pay for credit cards, okay? It's nothing. <laughs> but when they're telling you yeah, not don't to do it, do it yep. that should tell you lots of things.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I, I agree with John percent Three parks in two days at Disney—the way it's set up—I I wouldn't. And plus, you're paying for park hopping, right? I mean, you're paying the same price. Like, if, if could they—they they could add the park hopping on day two, and would they only pay? I think they'd say pay the same price, right? Or would they pay less? <sighs> um.
1: Generally, this is where you get into the variable days thing and gets really tricky. You have to go in assuming it will be the same price, whether you add it later or not.
0: Yeah, I I think that's the way that works, but it could change.
1: Yeah, the 50th will be over, so we may be under new rules at that point.
0: Yeah, that's true, too. So, yeah, as as far as the Saturday goes, when you fly in, if you're going to be, you know, your flight lands at 1030, you'll be at your hotel probably by noon I would suggest heading over to SeaWorld because their uh, Christmas celebration begins November 11th, which is the day before that. So this is Saturday you're flying in. I love their Christmas. I love the the lake with all the trees and all the shows. It, SeaWorld is such a beautiful park for Christmas. It can't be missed. So you have the expri- or you have the Platinum pass. It's not going to cost you a penny to walk into that park and it's going to be a glorious experience. So it's going to be great. And it's only what, it's only what 5 miles from Universal, so you're really close to Universal.
1: It's it's not far and yep. perhaps I have a better solution, but you're doing great, Tom. <laughs> okay.
0: Now, here's my here's my variable. Cuz so Sunday, there's two things you could do. You could go just go to Tampa and hit Busch Gardens cuz their Christmas event actually begins that day. It begins on Saturday the 13th or Sunday, the th- oh, that's weird. Why is it beginning on Sunday the 13th? Huh.
1: I don't yeah. know that we have the exact dates, but I know it starts that weekend. I don't yeah. know they've given us the date, the it, specific date. Yeah, so I went to their website, and it right. said the
0: 13th. Yeah, that's weird. So.
1: I got a whole podcast and a whole interview, <laughs> and uh, I, if I was – maybe i'll message him if i could show you the conversation that i had with three different people this week about how websites for theme parks don't match reality and these are these and these are people who how do i say this with all due respect if you need an unofficial book they write it
0: yeah yeah exactly Yeah, yeah
1: yeah um so they were frustrated they were like what have you heard i'm like i'm thinking in my head well one we talk all the time but another one Message me this week and i went if you're asking me you are desperate yeah yeah and so <laughs> so but generally the holiday events start that weekend that you arrive
0: yes and bush gardens i went i went to their christmas event before uh, it's not as nice as SeaWorld, but it's nice they do the christmas decorations and if you want iron quasi you have it and i my suggestion would be do that sunday come back and then do disney for three days and then uh you know Hit the road on Thursday. That's one of my suggestions. That's totally just saying, you know, punting on Universal altogether. I know John's (laughs) about to cringe, but I'm saying, you know, that's a lot of expense. Three days at Disney, uh, you know, your hotel. Now, if if, if expense is no question, and if you are looking for the credits, and you, I mean, obviously, I don't know. Between the Velocicoaster and Iron Gwazi, I'm not sure which credit would be, you know, better to get. Like, which one you're your aunt you know antsy to get but yeah velocity coaster would definitely be one of them and if that's what you're looking to do then yeah you're just turning this podcast off now <laughs> these guys don't know what the hell to talk about i would do a two-day um a two-day park to park pass or if you don't really care about universal if you've been to universal and let's see what do you say about universal um various harry po- okay mm-hmm. harry potter might be the only thing mm-hmm. that's gonna hang you up there oh Simpson, uh, he he really likes anything simpsons so Maybe not just do an I O A day, because that would save you some money. Because uh, a one day base ticket is 150. Now this is on a Sunday, so your tickets are higher. If you go during the week, it's gonna be lower. But Disney's the same way. The, the ticket prices I quoted are starting midweek instead of the weekend. So either way, you're gonna pay more on whichever tickets you buy. But 153.36, so 306 for a one day base ticket if you want to do one day one park. So I O A, go in, knock that out, and forget U S F. If you want to do a one day park to park is which I would suggest if money is no object and you want to do three days at Disney, you know, Saturday do SeaWorld, maybe Disney Springs if you want, um, then do one day at Universal on Sunday. That's gonna cost you two oh five forty two each. So that's four ten eighty four. Again, I initially priced that during the week and it was it was Probably about thirty, forty dollars less per ticket. So
1: it's about it's about one eighty park to park during yeah, the week. Yeah.
0: So uh four ten total for a park to park. Now an express unlimited for that same day would be two forty one fifty two. So almost two hundred fifty dollars <laughs> to get a two park express. You could do a two park express just you get one ride, not the unlimited, and that's one hundred eighty one. So that's what uh, sixty dollars less to do that. Now, I did price uh, Lowe's Royal uh, Pacific Resort because that's the cheapest um, deluxe resort you're going to be able to get for the one night. So if you were to book that for Saturday, November 12th, it would cost you, uh, well, it's 482 plus $60 in taxes. So you're looking at 542 for that resort for one night. Now, that will get you, for everyone who's staying in that room, Unlimited Express, and that's the day you check in and check out. Now you're only going one day, so it's not going to help you there. But that's 5:42, and if you subtract out what you would pay for a two park express unlimited, that's four or 2:41, you're looking at about $300 for that hotel room to stay one night, if you're subtracting out the express passes, because that's what you would pay for an express pass. So is it worth? Is that resort worth $300 for one night? And that's Saturday night where you'd be presumably going to SeaWorld till probably about nine o'clock. So you're not even checking in till probably 10, going to bed, getting up, doing a full double day at Universal, at which point I would suggest probably getting a hotel down near Disney instead of staying up that way to start your three days at Disney. So you'd literally only have the one night. So I, I don't know. Is that worth it? Is that $300 worth it for you? I, Yeah, you know, only you can answer that question. Uh, but what do you think about that uh, idea, John? or those ideas rather.
1: Okay, couple of things. All yep. of those thoughts are really really good. This is the problem with discussing for a larger audience. Everybody comes at it differently. Yes. Um, and if you're unfamiliar, my biggest problem with that plan is the one Tom freely admits. <laughs> You've committed to paying for the premier level hotel, but yep. you're only taking advantage of express for one day.
0: Yes, that sucks. If yeah.
1: It's a common it's a common strategy going to Universal and being very hard on the weekend because those are going very quickly um to pay for that if you have a group of four or five and you cram them into royal pacific or portofino or hard rock it makes for an easy day but you get you get express on the day you check in and the day you check out yes if you only stay one day so you get it on both sides i do this trick often however express does not help you with hagrid's magical creature motorbike adventure or Velocicoaster. Yes. So bear that in mind also, if those are the priority. So if I was going to spend that much money on a hotel, I would commit to two days at Universal, which starts yep. the whole house, of cards.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah now, well, where are we?
1: So are you are, are you letting me loose to go through these scenarios now, Tom?
0: Yeah, go for it. Yes. Let me hear what you Okay.
1: Know. First thing first. I've scribbled down a few notes before we were started while we we're trying to get connected. All right. One, I want to freely admit that I have a bias about Universal. I think Universal is the best theme park value that exists in uh, in our in Florida. I can think of another example. <laughs> but anyway. Here's the biggest factor. What's the weather gonna be like? Hmm. Will it rain? If it rains, Island Adventure is a hideous park to go to. Yeah. If it rains SeaWorld is a hideous park to go to. Well, that's yeah. not it's a not good park to go to. Yeah. If it rains at Busch Gardens you're screwed. <laughs> okay, cuz it's not even like at Williamsburg, Tampa there's just almost nothing to do if it rains. Yes. Yep. So your weather factor becomes important. So you're deciding you pre-decide based on your Disney days when you're going to the other parks and those may be a, literally a washout. I'm not concerned about your getting to use your Platinum Pass, for those of you listening, Kevin and, and, and his girlfriend, they have a Platinum Pass, which entitles them for free admission to SeaWorld in any of the bush parks throughout yep. the nation. Yep. So I'm not so concerned if those get washed out, but then you're paying 180 maybe $200 for a Universal one-day ticket because Universal and Disney and SeaWorld have all gotten together and made it where if you stay at our facility for two or three or four or five days, we'll make it less, yep. which keeps you away from the other one.
0: Exactly. Yep.
1: And Universal has been very good at this. The addition of the Hogwarts Express and Park to Park, oh, they man. have cut into Disney's market share. So weather is a problem. So weather is a problem. If I were on a coaster credit trip, that might be important. If I'm on a vacation, maybe it's not. Tom did mention the factor of the Christmas parties at Disney. I might suggest, depending on what you want to do, that you sneak in an after-hours party at Magic Kingdom. They're expensive. If you're looking yep. at 140 bucks, 150 bucks, but you get some snacks and you get. It's not. It's not like extra. What is it? Extra ride time at at you know Cedar Point or something. But yeah, there's going to be shorter lines, and you haven't committed to a park reservation. It's automatically a park reservation made for you. Yep. So you don't have to worry about that. That's something I would consider for your Monday or Tuesday night, mm. but. Then that's you got to figure out transportation. This is where the house of cards starts. Go ahead, Tom. It looks like you want to say something.
0: That, that's in lieu of three days, a three-day park ticket.
1: No, that's a that's for one of the days.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So it'd be a two-day park ticket with that. As but a I know, first. I've
1: screwed you over for the following day. <laughs> I get that.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to figure out the, what 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 you're doing here. Okay, so one so it would be a two-day base park ticket with a party ticket as one of your days. Gotcha.
1: That would be one option to consider. Yes. Because if you were going to do use Epcot one day, you might not have to rope drop Epcot. You're going to have to rope drop Disney Hollywood Studios.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: so there's ways to maneuver. You've got some variables you want to figure into this. This is where we start my universal bias starts to pop out. Tom mentioned the SeaWorld holiday event, which is fabulous. Yeah, it, they do a really you. good job. Yeah. It's worth your time. You've already paid for it. You should go. When it comes to holiday events in Orlando area, <laughs> do not cost you extra for your theme park ticket. This is not a contest. Universal wins and <laughs> down. The Macy's Christmas Parade is fabulous and included with your theme park admission. The Tribute Store is included with your theme park admission. The Grinchmas show is included with your theme park admission. All of Seuss Landing being turned into holidays is included with theme park admission. The Wizarding World being turned into holidays is included with your theme park admission. Everything is included with your theme park admission. Because of the time that Kevin's going, if you want a radical idea, and it would save you a lot of money, you'd probably make two vacations. This, this is what I would do. And it avoids so many other problems and just to start this Tom started with it. this with John knows everything there is to know about and that's a lie from the pits of hell but we'll just go with it for a second okay this is what I would do you already have a platinum pass Yeah. you can coaster credit Iron Gwazi you can coaster credit Icebreaker um, if you stay on site at Universal so you Uber from the airport to Universal there's a shuttle that takes you from Universal to SeaWorld, from Universal to Busch Gardens. They are free. They are not convenient, but they are free. <laughs> they leave around 9 o'clock every morning. You have to book them at, at your Universal hotel. There is a shuttle that will take you for free all the way to Bush Gardens. Now, you won't get there till 11 o'clock, yep. and you'll have to come back at 6, Yeah. but you already paid for that admission. If it were me and I were doing this based on already having a Platinum Pass, I hate to say this. Sorry, I'm probably losing credibility. <laughs> I would punt on Walt Disney World completely.
0: Wow. This is why.
1: If you if you're coming down and you're staying at a Walt at a Universal Orlando Hotel and no one can argue this, the Universal Orlando hotels are twice that's uh, not fair. Seventy five percent better than the equivalent Walt Disney World hotel for fifty percent less money.
0: I'd agree with that. Yeah.
1: That's that's really not up for debate. Yeah, no, yeah. If you're just coming for those dates that you're coming and you're not planning to come back for the height of Thanksgiving, the height of Christmas or the middle of summer, you can purchase a season pass to Universal as an out of state guest <laughs> for four hundred and twenty-nine dollars. Total. Yeah. You buy your Disney tickets, just one park, and your universal ticket park to park, we're looking at six hundred bucks. And we gotta pay for transportation, we gotta switch hotels, we gotta worry about express pass, we gotta worry about all this stuff. So we're looking at we haven't figured in Genie Plus. We haven't figured in your rental car. We haven't figured out any of that stuff. Yeah. If you if you stay, let's uh, let's say you stay at Dockside. That's my least favorite Universal Hotel. I mean, it's it's at the bottom of 8th. I prefer Surfside or we know My love for adventure is all throughout the internet. So that's not hard to find. <laughs> During that time period, because I was checking for something else, you can stay on-site at Universal for about $140 a night, before you use your annual pass discount because Ah. you're bound to get 20 more dollars off with the annual pass discount because you already purchased it. So now you're paying about 120 bucks, maybe less to stay on site, never have to use a car, never have to buy a rental car. Yes. You might have to take a mirror shuttle or something over to Walt Disney World. If you decide to do a day over there or the after hours party at magic kingdom because now it makes a whole lot more sense. And now if weather is a problem, you don't have to worry about it. If weather is a problem, get on the shuttle and go to Studios Florida. Yeah. If weather is a problem, go to SeaWorld. You already paid for it. If weather is not a problem you see a pretty day, take the shuttle to Busch Gardens. Go to Islands Adventure. None of this has to be set. None of this has to be planned. If you go to Walt Disney World, you must set your park reservations beforehand. So you are committed to that day. You have signed in blood for those days. And I respect that. I'm going to have to do it for a trip. I get it. Yeah, I would strongly consider. And once again, please hear this. Someone with a huge universal bias, gigantic (laughs) bias. If it weren't for universal, I wouldn't be in the theme park blogging world. I wouldn't have enough credibility to talk. (laughs) I just got you theme park admission early entry for an hour coaster for an hour. Hagrid's Magical Creature for an hour. Any day you wanted to go for $429 each. I think there's tax included, but just go with me. We're basically looking at two days of Walt Disney World for that. And you're not getting early admission, and you're not paying for Genie Plus. And if you use Tom's suggestion and you combine it, say you stay at Dockside for a couple days on site, and for your last – And somewhere in the middle, you switch over to Royal Pacific. You can get express included with your hotel for a couple hundred more dollars. And so if you miss something, it doesn't matter. Just do it at any time. You can. Sorry, my discord's freaking out for everybody listening. I'm sorry. That must mean some press release just dropped. I apologize. (laughs) Um, Then you've done your whole trip and you can wake up in the morning and be like, where do you want to go today? It doesn't matter. You will have to schedule your shuttle to Bush Gardens the night before, so that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but it's all taken care of for you. If I were doing this based on already having a Platinum Pass, that's what I would do. Remember, the Platinum Pass is the key.
0: I think it's hilarious that with with the Platinum Pass in mind, I ditched Universal and you ditched uh, Disney. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and I would like to point out you spent, you spent more money than I did.
0: I did, but it's not my money. It's Kevin's.
1: <laughs> right. You spent more money, you spent more money than I did and I got them early entry. You did. And I got them I, free. Sh-
0: I got to tell you I though.
1: Cuz they're gonna, They're going to stay on site. And I got them free shuttles. They don't have to rent a car.
0: Yeah, but have I'm you telling you.
1: Have you rented a car in Orlando lately?
0: <laughs> no. I will oh drive you gosh. around, Kevin. When you come down, let me know. I'll pick you up. <laughs>
1: You're looking, at, you're looking
0: at 400 a week. Oh man. Well, I mean, once they get to Disney, if they're on, if they're staying at Disney, they only need it for like the weekend, and then once they get them, the
1: hmm. now we're staying now we're staying at Disney. So how yeah. much are we gonna spend for that?
0: I I honestly this I do know. I, I, yeah, if, if you if you're going to do three days at Disney, what, what's the cheapest room? What what rate do you think is the cheapest they get? 150.
1: You could stay at the All Stars, yep. which make the dock side that I made fun of. I
0: know it's not gonna be convenient.
1: The, look like. The, look like the Taj Mahal.
0: Yes, but um, it'll get you that half hour early best, which will your be best case
1: scenario. Right. Your best case scenario is $150 a night.
0: Okay, 150.
1: Yeah. Best I, case scenario.
0: I would do that. I'd stay on site. Yes, it's not going to be a great room, but you're not going to be in your room. And you know, mm-hmm. you're going to get that half hour. That half hour park entry, early park entry is going to be a lifesaver. You might not even need right. the the mm-hmm. the Genie Plus if you do that. So
1: right, if the goal if the goal is to Coaster credit. I totally agree with Tom. Notice also I left part of this out. For those of you unaware, if my Twitter handle did not give it away, I work as a minister. I understand there are some (laughs) people in our culture who work as ministers who make lots of money and we can discuss them another time. Follow, Follow me on Twitter. I'll be happy to discuss them with you. I make what a minister should make normally in our culture. It's not unusual, even before I was a theme park blogger, to spend 60 days in Orlando on my salary with a wife and child. Yeah. I do value the money I'm spending and the value of the money a little more than most people. But if this is a once-in-a-lifetime trip, oh, my goodness, let's let's stay at Coronado. Well,
0: um, I'm not thinking it's a three, once-in-a-lifetime.
1: Three, $300 thing. a night. Yeah. No, not Coronado. Let's stay at Caribbean Beach so we can go on the skyline. Oh, I love Caribbean Beach. So we're spending Beach. $350. Yep. And let's do that. But if I was coming from the bias, because you forget with my plan, and I don't think this is the plan Kevin should use. I'm just floating this yeah. out for your audience yeah. as general. Okay? Oh, for sure, yeah. The season passed for $429. Yeah. I didn't just give you three or four, four days at Universal. Yeah. I gave you, I already covered your theme park admission for your next trip. So you can come back the next time you look at the flights and you have a, a quick weekend and it's only $100 to fly down theme park tickets have already been paid for. You already have a platinum pass. You already have your universal season pass. You're done. It's like free money, which is kind of addicting, which is how I got started in this. So you might end up as a part-time theme park blogger. I don't know. So here's what
0: I would suggest. My, my realistic suggestion for Kevin come down, do SeaWorld Saturday, Bush gardens, Sunday punt on universal. Now (laughs) one second, John do a, Uh, Disney, for your other three days, stay on site, get the full Disney experience. Then next spring, come down and do John's plan during Mardi Gras. Come down, buy buy your annual pass, and then do just Universal, then come back. Now, I know that particular pass... Has blackout dates associated with it. So you'd be mindful yeah, of that. I would
1: not suggest that pass. you're going to have to pay more for the pass because you don't get in on concert nights with that pass during Mardi Gras.
0: Okay. So, I mean, again, but this is a different and vacation. Friedrich. So there'll be more money mm-hmm. to spend, presumably, than, you know, doing it all in one. You know, breaking it up into two different vacations, you get mo- more bang for your buck mm-hmm. for each one. And then next year, like I said, you do Mardi Gras, come down for the summer, enjoy that, and come down for HHN and come down for the Christmas and be come down multiple times. And like John said, it's flights are cheap i just booked i just booked for richmond round trip
1: uh that's right you did yes
0: <laughs> sunday october 30th i fly from M C. no not it's sanford sanford to richmond and back sunday to thursday over halloween for 47 and change <laughs> out, out the door 47 and change. under 50 under 48 dollars for that so you can get cheap flights and if you know yeah, like John said, hey, if it's a weekend, under 100 bucks, round trip, go down, hit the parks, come back up, perfect. I think that's a great – and plus, this would also, this is also beneficial because you are platinum pass holders for Busch Gardens or for SeaWorld Entertainment. Yes. So every time you can come down, not only do you hit uh, Universal, you can also spend time at SeaWorld. And you know SeaWorld and Busch Gardens, they're building coasters. They already have the, the new B&M stand-up mm-hmm. next year is going to be released, so you'll be back down for that. So, yeah, yep. I think that's a great plan.
1: Yeah, just for the record, I guess what I'm saying to the audience as a whole, stop trying to do Disney and Universal on the same trip. You are throwing away money.
0: That's a lot of money, yeah.
1: You can't do that very well because you're priced out, and we could pick on Disney. Universal does the same thing. Yeah. Pick one and go with it.
0: Yes, get your best experience from that one.
1: Yep. Because no matter which one you pick, you've committed to realistically – uh, because you probably don't have parking, free parking. You don't have these other things that I was trying to work out for Kevin and my little plan of saving <laughs> money for him. You're going to spend 20-something bucks on parking. You're going to yeah. spend 180 to $200 per person for a ticket one day. Yes. Yep. Let's just do the math here real quick. We haven't even talked about food. I don't know if we're going to try to sneak this in on this podcast because I know we're kind of going long. I apologize. Oh, no, no. Just no. for two people. Did I, did I mention some people have children yeah. or grandparents? Yeah. So for just for two people, we're spending $500 to go to one theme park for one day, yes. no, one theme park resort for one day, and we haven't bought any food yet, and we haven't solved transportation. Yeah. This is why it costs so much. Yeah. Whereas in my scenario, my scenario, I have everybody, you know, your season pass costs less than $500. In Tom's scenario, if you do the three one days, it's about the – it's about, what, 500, 525 or something? I think that's the math I came up with. 520 or something like that. It's not ridiculous for a theme park trip. Yeah. But when you but when you flip-flop and you go, You're well, let's go to Universal okay. one day, and let's go to Disney one day, or I see people do this all the time. They go to, they go to Disney for two days on a park hopper. They go to Universal on a park-to-park because they have to have different names to be different. It's annoying. <laughs> park-to-park, over-universal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they go to... SeaWorld for one day or they get the two park pass to SeaWorld and two two day pass to SeaWorld and Busch Gardens and they rent a car oh my gosh they spend more money than i am making a month on one trip
0: oh yeah no it it is insane when you try to get because you're paying the most you because if you do like two two day tickets at each park you're paying the most per hour than you, that you can like I well, want me guess if you yes. bought two one day tickets but yeah no you're paying maximum amount of money it's it's absurd. Right. <laughs> but, you know, you know, some people it doesn't matter. You know, That's not their worry. Yeah. You know? Right. So I guess if, it's all depends I want to be
1: are. fair. Yeah. This is not me. And I would probably the not loving Christian person part of me would say would be judge you for this. But yeah. if you go down, and you say this is my once in a lifetime trip. We're never coming back to Orlando, which never happens, by the way. But yeah, let's no, say yeah. that's what you've told yourself. Yeah. Spend wherever you need to spend. Yeah. I don't mean to get all moderate theological Christian here, but please don't put ten thousand dollars on your credit card. Uh, because yeah. that, that's what's going to happen. Ten thousand, you'll be lucky. I don't want to tell you what what the average family of four vacation at Walt Disney World costs for a week. Now, um, if you only put ten thousand in your credit card, you did well. My point is, you have to be careful where you spend your money. And my only advice is, as Tom's advice also. Is if you mix and match the parks, and your goal's not coaster credit and your goal's not once in a lifetime, you're throwing money away. Yeah. And and I, I don't want you to do that. Uh, as someone who, what did we calculate out? I think I think I did vacations not as a food blogger, just vacations on my own as a family before COVID. We did I think 35 days in Orlando, counting everything for like. 4000 dollars. Yeah. Okay. So that's the perspective <laughs> I'm bringing to you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So. But you did make a uh, mention a good point about food. Is there any place in yeah. particular you think he should try, like a must try?
1: Going for coaster credits, and I keep using that term. I'm not meaning to be derogatory. I do the same thing when I visit Kings Island or Cedar Point, and I've got to do all the stuff for yeah. those things. So I, I totally get it. You're not going to have time for table service dining. Um, so you're going to have to just suck it up with counter service dining. If you're trying to do Universal in one day, which we've discouraged you. Not both of us agree to try <laughs> yeah. it. By yeah. the way, I think yeah. I think we're both agreeing to this. <laughs> um, you're going to have to eat counters. You're going to have to eat quick service. Yeah. If you're at Universal, I always tell people to eat City Walk. I mean, if you're familiar um, yeah. with Disneyland, um, the food's right outside the park. Yep. It's wonderful and great. Um, I've written this so many times in the last week for reviews for various sites. Magic Kingdom is a terrible place to be hungry.
0: There's
1: <laughs> not good food there. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm sorry to tell you that. There's just not. Um, and the food that is good costs way too much. I mean, I've written several times, and I think I've typed it up for something today, of of. You know, when Skipper Canteen is your most cost-effective value option <laughs> at Magic Kingdom, where you're happy to be spending $25 for some noodles, yeah. there's there's a problem. Well, I mean, um,
0: you, you could, like, go to Pico's Bills. They still have the, the salad bar thing. You could just, like, for the, your, your toppings bar, uh, you can make a side salad with it. <laughs> you could create a
1: Yeah, I was going to say, are, are you? but the toppings bar is still not completely back.
0: Oh, it's not? Okay, yeah, I, mean, I haven't been there.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Sorry. But you can bring in the good thing about Disney, fine. you can bring whatever you want.
1: Right. If you rented a car and you made a grocery stop on the way, then yes. you could bring in whatever you wanted to do. All these things can be done. Yep. I think the bigger thing for, for Kevin and for, for the audience in general is don't try to do both big resorts. Um I mean Kevin has the big advantage. They already pay for the platinum pass, which is great. It's a wonderful deal. Yep. If if I had access to go to more Bush parks i would say the universal annual pass is not the best value the platinum pass is the best value <laughs> um because you're, you're um, but i don't so i wouldn't say that and most people don't but he has the advantage of living in the area taking advantage of williamsburg which is an incredible theme park yes yep. it's a different kind of theme park but it's an incredible theme park um, and then being able to go to bush gardens tampa which is an incredible theme park a different way and then sea yep. world which is which is great for what it is yep It's a huge advantage there. So I would try to be careful not to spend too much money on stuff that you just start to do the death march towards the last couple of days.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it it could be rough. And we didn't even mention Aquatica. Aquatica will be open. So – the well, might not.
1: I, I didn't want to throw in Volcano Bay because, in my scenario, they could buy a season pass including Volcano Bay and stay at Cabana yeah. Bay. Oh. And then, whenever they darn well feel like it, they could get early entry to Volcano Bay.
0: It's glorious. Volcano they could Bay is great.
1: Walk outside of their hotel room, walk about as far as some of us do to get to our car if we don't have a garage, <laughs> and yeah. and be at the water park.
0: Oh, yeah. They'll that, be there, their, their then, spring break trip the spring trip that they make that we're going to plan for them, we'll mm-hmm. put that on the put it on there john don't worry
1: <laughs> sorry sorry kevin <laughs> we are spending your money i was trying to save it but now tom's convinced me to
0: oh no it. no yeah we're going crazy <laughs> um oh, back
1: yeah. back to the direct answer to the food question yeah since probably we'll give you an update in the podcast or you can follow me on twitter to find out kevin can message me if he wants to if you go with the walt disney world plan which i suspect will be the plan you will go with i feel inconsistent even saying this i would go with the counter service options at hollywood studios abc commissary um docking bay seven or well, maybe woody's lunchbox the problem is it's too hot and
0: no well, place to in sit. november hopefully the it won't food's be too bad a decent
1: value yeah yeah um magic kingdom grace and peace take a lunch break and go to steakhouse 71 um, take take a lunch break and and go to one of those monorail resorts and enjoy yourself because you already yeah. if you weren't staying on site you already had to park at the TCC yeah <laughs> <Main>, yeah exactly <laughs> that's a nightmare <laughs> um, if you can't figure out food at Epcot I can't help you
0: oh my lord uh, yeah Epcot Epcot will be your your just your happy place. The drinks and the food. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. it's okay.
1: Now, if you if you have a type of food and anyone can message me, I mean, I may not get back to you for three or four days. I I do have a real job, but <laughs> if you want to message me on Twitter or something and say what f- I want this kind of food, where do I find it at Walt Disney World? Because I'm famous for going on podcasts or writing blogs and saying, if you want a kind of food, Walt Disney World probably has the best version you can find unless you're there. Like if you're not if you're not um, Japanese. Oromoto Asia has some of the best Japanese food you can possibly envision. Yeah. However, as I think I, I wrote in a comment, I think, Tom, actually, I, I copied it to Tom because they're doing a festival. Yeah, yeah. You know it's a $60 food festival that involves some other things. But I know you can go for dinner there and an entree might be 100 Yeah. So it's kind of like you can find the best, you know, maybe you don't have access to excellent Chinese food. There's some at Walt Disney World. That one's hard to find. Yeah. Maybe you don't have access to down-home southern cooking well we got that under control at walt disney world um and that one won't kill your budget maybe you don't have access to really true mexican food not tex-mex but true mexican food we can find that for you on site this is a huge advantage of walt disney world if you are a foodie walt disney world will have what you need yes
0: oh bring that's your, another thing bring they... your
1: bank account and it's and
0: they just reopened the uh, hoopty doo so they can get on the boat go over to yeah you know. Go over to the oh, campground. You and, make uh,
1: that sound like that's so easy to go over yeah. there, though. That's a <laughs> hassle to get over there.
0: I But that if bad. you're into
1: down home inter- entertainment, yeah, and
0: yeah. You're, uh, unlimited you're drinks, okay right? With free beer? Not, well, not free, but
1: you yeah. Know. You're not like me. You're, you're not like me, and you, you know, you grew up really in the South, okay? Where you know <laughs> we say the word, we turn the word "why" into a five syllable word. If you didn't really grew up in the South, <laughs> yeah, that food will be, that food will be great um and interaction and the hoop to do event is an incredible event yeah um it's about 70 80 dollars probably 80 dollars
0: now um it's all you care to eat and drink
1: all you care to eat i mean it comes out in sections but it's all you care to eat
0: (laughs) and uh, yeah it's family style and the drink oh obviously you get the basics right you get i've never actually experienced it but i've always wanted to you get beer and i guess like just common one like you can up grade your drinks they have to pay extra for it. but the basic mm-hmm. you get beer probably wine uh some common like I don't know, Ooh, rail we drinks forgot
1: a good thing that i just brainstormed and may hijack this whole thing
0: oh oh <laughs> we're going to we're going to cedar point forget florida
1: <laughs> nope walt disney world yeah and remember this is the universal person talking now yep. i'm a foodie so i write for lots of disney food blogs yep we forgot about brunch at walt disney world on the weekend Oh, the sat, the Sunday morning brunches at Walt Disney World are literally to die for. They are all throughout Disney Springs. They are all throughout the parks.
0: I don't know this. Please.
1: Oh, my. Oh, Tom, we need I need to spend your money <laughs> so you can find out about these brunches. There's the Boathouse. There's oh. STK. I think Chef Art Smith has one. I'm, just, I'm collecting all the data on this. Almost every restaurant that would have a legitimate brunch has one. Really? And they are. House of Blues has a brunch. Really? Um, yeah. Oh yes. Um,
0: I do like a good brunch.
1: If you, I think I typed this up recently, actually, <laughs> these <laughs> words sound familiar. Like I typed them up last Friday. If you you can go for a brunch at Disney Springs or one of the resort hotels, and that can be your off day from the park. Now for Kevin, they have the Platinum Pass. Yeah. They could go for brunch at. Disney Springs or Chef Art Smith or House of Blues. I'm just thinking of all the places I would want to go that I never get to go for those. Because for some reason, I'm rarely outside of my state on a Sunday morning. I will let all of you figure (laughs) out why. To go to those brunches, then they could just go to SeaWorld afterwards. Because if they had a car. Yeah. um, Or they could even Uber to SeaWorld. The only expense for them is the car. Yeah. I would give that a long, long thought because some of the mm. brunches at Disney Springs, for instance, they're worth your time and they're worth your money. And All you right. noticed I said something was worth your money. <laughs> yeah, that's something.
0: Food. Yeah, I'll have to try that for myself. Yeah, I just
1: want I want that to be heard.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, boy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I'll have to look. Sorry, into that.
1: I, that was kind of a I can't. Tom may have seen me on the screen, though you, you <laughs> can't see us, See me on the screen like a light bulb went off. Yeah, yeah, my head. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness, they're there on a Sunday. Because I'm used to helping people who arrive on Monday and leave on Saturday.
0: Yeah, yeah. So now, there's, a Saturday,
1: there's a Saturday brunch, but if you have kids or you're busy and you're flying out on Saturday morning, yeah. I would not recommend that. No. But you have a different variable because you're wrapping around the weekend.
0: Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to do that. I'll have to uh, look into that.
1: Um yeah, Disney Springs has incredible food, but you're gonna probably need to get an ADR sorry, an advanced dining reservation. 100%. Tom has espoused something that is absolutely true. The touring plans, if you have a touring plan subscription, they have a reservation system that you can use. Yes. Um and it works. Uh so that so that I will be respectful to the The people who do compensate me a small amount, at least it's supposed to appear in my bank account here soon. (laughs) Um, I write food reviews for Mouse Dining, which is – Turing Plans does a good job. Uh, Mouse Dining takes that to the ultimate level. And you can – if you don't want to sign up for a prescription for them, you can get emails from them that give you updates on this. I've used it in the last couple months and gotten Topolino's Terrace, Chef Art Smith's, Ohana's. I've gotten all the really hard ones to get. Um, I got be our guest for someone you can sign up for a subscription with mouse dining um, for sorry Dustin I'm blowing this because I'm not I'm not scripted today I think for about $10 and they'll send text to you which gives you a huge advantage over everyone because I know Tom with touring plans you got a text yes but you only you can only set up so many alerts with that one you can set up as many alerts you want so if you're going for a long time. And you want Topolino's Terrace? Spoiler, that's hard to get, by the way. Yeah. You want you want that <laughs> one? You can set that up for whatever time, and then be ready and click in and get it, and it works like a charm. That's awesome. If you follow me on Twitter, you'll see you'll see lots of references to Mouse Dining recently because if you're going to write about these hard to get dining places you need to give people a way to get them
0: yes yeah <laughs> Not exactly say,
1: here's what you, here's what you can't get
0: yeah good luck bro and um
1: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so sorry i've done my shameless plug i'm sorry sorry dustin i didn't do it very well i'll practice for no next i month.
0: you know i never knew um, they did it so yeah i'll definitely check that out
1: yeah mouse dining does a yeah. really good job with that setup and and it's 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 really good and if you're lo- looking for for kevin's trip if he's going to do the whirlwind three days at walt disney world and I know I said not to do this, but you might, because if you're coming to Florida, Florida November, it could be 90 degrees. Now, it <laughs> might be 50 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tom's going to get to experience this soon. <laughs> it could be 90. It could be 50. It could be 90 and 50 in the same day. <laughs> so it might be 90 degrees. Yeah. And you're in Toy Story Land, or you're at Animal I know you're not going to Animal Kingdom. I won't pick yep. on them right now it could be really really hot and sitting in the sci-fi diner i know i poo-pooed it a little bit but the food is a reasonable value for theme park dining i love it the air conditioner there is great The air (laughs) conditioner in there is fabulous yeah um and so as sorry spoiler for another blog coming up as walt disney world seems to not be paying the air conditioning bill at a lot of places they're still paying it at sci-fi dining
0: i have noticed this
1: so yeah, it seems kind of. You're not the only one. Someone mentioned it to me, and I went, "No, you're kidding." And then I heard it from like eight different sources that yeah. places that used to be cool, they walk in and it's like, "Huh?" Yeah, they, they're. It's they're, not uncomfortable. It's not uncomfortable in here, but it's not MIBQ. It's not cool. It's not. No, yeah. It's not a haunted house where we want to have the <laughs> theme of ice and freezing in here. It's, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. What you expect in Florida? I've certainly, so, uh, I've, I've, I've um,
0: experienced this firsthand. <laughs> So is your cat.
1: <laughs> yeah, my cat has definitely heard that. I'm sorry. I can't think of anything else because obviously there's lots of variables here, Kevin, and we're not sure we to do. And we gave you way more options. Yeah. But I was trying to think in terms of a larger audience. Yeah. Um, but I to- I do want to emphasize this again, not to be- beat it over the head, but with Universal or Disney, don't do both. Unless yeah. you're one of my UK friends who visit visit for two yeah, weeks, so they yeah. get different tickets. Yeah. You're not getting those tickets.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, if you're if you think you're not going to be visiting again, and I would be shocked if you weren't. You have a platinum pass. Why would you not come back to Busch Gardens and Sea yeah. World in Florida? Pick a different one now. Yeah.
0: Make the best out of each park in one different trip. Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, and I I totally agree. I did price out. Um, I did look at some prices for non Florida residents for Universal for their annual passes. and yeah, I mean it's, it's I me mean, I wouldn't say it's a good value, but <laughs> it's definitely if you're gonna use it, you're gonna come back multiple times. It's definitely definitely the if way to compared
1: go. to Disney compared to Disney, it looks like a great value you now yeah, In well, theory. yeah, yes. Yes. There, there are four parks at Disney. There are two parks at Universal. Wait to yep. see Epic Universe shows up, and I'm doing hand motions like you people can see this. It's <laughs> going to get a lot closer together. Uh, I, to I fear there. so, but yeah. But currently, right, currently you could get Volcano Bay. I'm not a water park person, but Volcano Bay is the best water park in the Orlando area. It's very good really ideas. not up for debate. Well,
0: it's a theme Especially park, John. John. On, it's not a water park. Universal,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you well, no, we're not we're not having that today. <laughs> it's a water park, Universal. Sorry. Um, and two, you know, world class theme parks, Universal of Florida and Island Adventure. Even out of state, you're getting a season pass for five hundred something dollars. Yeah. Whereas as Tom, I won't ask what Tom. We could all look it up online. His token <laughs> Disney pass that only lets him in when this when it's the second Tuesday of each Actually, month during this... the week when it's not a holiday at a certain time. Doesn't cost a lot less than the pass I just talked about for Universal.
0: Yeah, it's four it was four hundred. A midweek pass.
1: I thought it was I thought it was about four twenty five. I couldn't remember. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think and I think it's technically pass, it's three ninety nine or no, something.
1: No holidays, no busy spring break, no, no weekends. critical. I think it's great for you, Tom, because I think it's a good option. But
0: I'd prefer have the next level I, I want to get in on the weekends. I I don't like being blacked out on the weekends. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, it, it's a good pass. I mean, if you're local like me I mean, the problem is I, I work all week. And if, if I work like a retail job or a food service where I'd have Monday, Tuesday off or whatever, it's the perfect pass legitimately that you wouldn't need another pass because you don't want to go on the weekends anyway. You're probably working most weekends. So yeah, having going there on a Tuesday and Wednesday, oh, it's a perfect pass. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, I've gone through the scenarios if, if say, in my retirement, I, I stop being a minister and I retire, which, you know, I have gray, I have significant gray hair. That's not that far away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I continue to be a food blogger for theme parks. I would get I would get the pass you're talking about living yeah. in Orlando and I would still get I'd get the same passes I currently have. But I'm a big I'm a big fan of Universal Orlando yeah, annual yeah. passes. I'm not as big a fan of Universal Orlando in general versus Walt Disney World. But the annual pass value is. Yeah, it's really not a contest.
0: Yeah, I fear what's going to come with that third park. Yeah. I... Yes,
1: uh, <laughs> so, so, so do I. <laughs> That's why maybe I should speed up retirement and get that on somebody else's expense account. Yeah.
0: But, uh, Kevin, I, I think we gave you a lot to digest there. <laughs> a, uh, we gave you yeah, a lot you of information. you understood
1: half of that, we did great.
0: <laughs> yeah. If this helped you in any way whatsoever. But 100%, no matter what. I don't care if you're like, you guys are idiots, and you come down and do exactly the opposite. 100%, I'd love to have you come on the podcast after your trip. And discuss what you end up doing, because uh, that, that would be so much fun to listen to. Uh, you know, you coming down and seeing what fun times you did have. So that would be great. Now, Kevin, obviously you have our email, uh, our Twitter. So by all means, if you have follow-up questions or anything else, reach out to us. I absolutely love any uh, any uh, listener feedback. So anyone who has any questions, you know, let's make this a common segment. Let's have John back every week to go over somebody's touring or somebody's Woo! plans. <laughs> <laughs> he just ran out of the room. I'm
1: more than happy to help out, but every week could be tough. <laughs> All right. Well,
0: maybe not every week, but I think that will wrap it up for this episode. So thank you so much, John, for joining me. And until we stream again, go ahead and follow John Self at Pastor John Self on Twitter and piratesandprincesses.net and wherever else you may find him and keep making memories.
1: Yeah, and as always, eat like you mean it. <laughs>
0: Thanks yeah, for yeah, listening to the Vacationers, Theme Parks, and More Podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationers, Theme Parks, and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, Please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers, Theme Parks, and More production. For Vacationers, Theme Parks, and More, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.